When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever WrestleTalk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk Podcast. I am Chopper Pete Now, and I'm joined by Randy Andy Dasson. Oh, I'm so randy and full of curry. How are you, Pete? I don't feel like those two things should go together. I had a curry for lunch, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm always randy, so... <laughs> It's whatever I do is basically going to mix with randiness. So every time I sleep, okay. I'm, I'm randy and sleepy. Every time uh-huh. I go to the toilet, I'm randy and toilety. If I go for a walk, I'm randy and refreshed. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just my life. Just like you're always pe- choppy. Choppy. There you go. Yeah. Very choppy. Yeah. I am all the time. Yeah. Mm. I've, I, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How, how is yeah. your curry? It was good, yeah. It was just from a jar, as in like the sauce was from a jar, not the whole curry was from a jar. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, you, you mm, a, a curry in a jar. Yeah, my it was fave. a naan bread, a whole, no. Uh, yeah, so I, I, no, I went, to, went to my local supermarket, got myself some chicken and some, and some, some curry sauce uh, in a jar and a naan bread. Um, so, and some rice, yeah. Like nice. making it, making it from scratch is nicer, but this mm. does take about, a fifth as long yeah. um so when you don't have as much time as you want then it's, it's it, they're useful to to do um I had time you have nothing but time on a saturday no because i was playing on the playstation <laughs> i see and then my girlfriend called me and then my personal trainer because i've now finished my 12-week course asked nice. me to film a video testimonial uh for him and he told me to put mm-hmm. in as much emotion as possible and i was like uh okay i feel so amazing after these 12 weeks yeah. i do i've gained almost nine kilograms so that's amazing um, 
yeah, I'm feeling feeling chunkier. I've taken progress Nine, pictures. I will not be posting Nine, them. Nine, it's about, it's about one and one and a course, one and a third stone. Yeah. 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 That's really good. Yeah, no, I feel I feel, I feel good. Uh, da, na, 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 na. I was gonna do that, but then I didn't uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've taken taken progress photos, and it's it is. I'm obviously not going to show them to anyone because they're mine, but mm. it's very obvious. Um, oh, that's good. That I'm bigger in all the right places. Ooh, you know what I mean. It's all oh, that's gone, Randy. It's all gone <laughs> to my scrotum. Um, <laughs> that's what the twelve weeks was. It wasn't yeah. anything to do with your your physicality. Yeah, it was. It really... was just. It was just Viagra. That's yeah, what it was massive wrists. Mm. Um. I yeah no I feel I feel good I feel good <laughs> so uh, that's nice uh, so yeah I finished up with him now and by the way cheap plug for him quickly because mm. he has been a great uh, if you search Jamie Harper personal training or JHPT on either Instagram or Facebook you'll be able to find him and he's he's very very lovely uh, so do please check him out because he's he's changed my life Pete he's changed my life. Put in more emotion, Randy. I will. He's changed my life, Pete. There you there go. We go. Perfect. Um, uh, but, but for now, we should probably... Talk Smackdown? Let's talk about Smackdown. Uh, we've got a couple of emails and stuff to get to in the outro. But for now, let's talk about the show where it was confirmed it's going to be a triple threat at WrestleMania with Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and Edge. Uh, and it was a, a wee bit chaotic on this episode of Smackdown. Ooh. So let's let's talk about that. The show opened with Daniel Bryan coming up to the ring because uh, he saw that Roman Reigns tapped out of Fastlane. He's saying everyone saw that Roman Reigns tapped out of Fastlane. I deserve another shot at the Universal Championship, and I'm not going to leave this ring until I get what I want. He wanted another Universal Championship match that night on SmackDown. And eventually it went to an ad break. It came back. And Daniel Bryan was still sitting in the ring after they played a replay of him saying what he said before the ad break, which is genuinely one of my biggest pet peeves in the entirety of WWE. It's it really grinds my gears. But he uh, he came back and was still just sitting there. Definitely not the general manager. Adam Pearce then came out and said, um, I can't give you a universal title match tonight. And I was like, OK. And he was like, well, you know, that's fine. Why don't we do something else? You know, why don't we do Edge versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? And then immediately afterwards, I face the winner of that. Or WrestleMania's two nights, right? You have Edge versus Roman Reigns on night one. And then I face the winner of that match in night two. Makes perfect sense, right? And uh, Adam Pearce is just saying, no, that's that's unfair. And Daniel Bryan's like, do you not remember Elimination Chamber? You know, when it's, it was fine for me to do a 40-minute Chamber match and then Roman Reigns faced him immediately afterwards. Feels like there's a bit of a double standard here. I'm like, yeah, there is a double standard. I'm with you, Brian. Um, but then uh, before Adam Pierce can make uh, an official decision, Edge comes out, slaps the microphone out of Adam Pierce's hand. Ooh, the heel turn is confirmed. Comes down to the ring. And I've heard some people saying that this promo was great and that his character motivation makes a lot of sense. I disagree. I think that it's so close to being right with Edge being unhinged and edge plays this character really well and really enjoying unhinged edge and being kind of loopy and being like, no, this is my spotlight. I need to, I need to have this kind of thing. I think it's a really cool character motivation, but the problem is in all the promos that he does, he doesn't mention 
the actual reason he's angry. He's saying stuff about Daniel Bryan disrespecting or like, don't take this moment away from me. It's like, he's not, you're not being replaced in the, you're still getting the match in the Royal Rumble. It's just like the things that he's saying that he's mad about are just slightly the wrong things to be mad about, which is yeah. just, it, it just, it, just somebody feels a little bit off about the it's, character. It, it's a bit like when Goldberg came out and said, Drew, stop disrespecting me. And Drew's going, <laughs> what? Huh? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't quite make sense. Like you said, it, it's close. Um, but I, I really, first of all, I really liked the, like what Daniel Bryan was saying because it all made mm-hmm. sense. Like he was referencing things that have happened to him. He, like, let's, let's face it, he does deserve another shot because there was a visual tap. So that's justified reason for him to want another shot and for him to feel like he deserves it. Um, I feel like Adam Pierce. they just said, Adam, is it true you used to do wrestling? Yeah. Oh, okay, we're well, just going to get beaten up by everyone now. Um, so Edge comes out, slaps him. But yeah, he just keeps missing the mark because winning the Royal Rumble guarantees you a shot at the champion of your choice at WrestleMania. It doesn't guarantee you anything else between then and WrestleMania. So the fact that he's going, what, what's Daniel Bryan doing? This isn't fair. This isn't right. I guaranteed a shot at the championship. And it doesn't, it doesn't say, it also doesn't say a one-on-one shot, which is something he complained about later as well. Which is fine if he's playing a heel and he's trying to say things that don't make sense, but that wasn't how it came across on no. the show. Like, so he's saying, oh, I, deserve, I, I, I won a one-on-one shot with, with the champion. No, you didn't. You won a shot at the champion. It could be 19 people in the match, but you won that. Then you don't have to do anything between now and WrestleMania. In fact, it's better for that character. I'm saying not, not saying for storyline purposes, but in like just kind of non-kayfabe terms. Mm-hmm. Just sit out. Just sit out and yeah. practice. Just train for a few months. Go have, have a nice holiday. You've already got that match in the book. You don't have to do anything else. So for him to be getting so butthurt over Daniel Bryan, who is just doing his job, yeah, really, and wants obviously wants to be the champion because so does everyone. Um, it yeah, it doesn't quite make sense. And I and I you know I I really like that people like this the the heel turn the, the, the sort of heel and <laughs> this new character because. Edge is a fantastic heel. He's always been a fantastic heel. Um, I didn't see the heel term coming a few weeks ago, but it after like we did, we did sort of speculate that it was coming last week. Um, in fact, the last few things on our titles we've been right about. We said triple threat and edge heel term. So, which is why I suggested to Chopper earlier that we do something like Chad Gable Universal Champion just to see if we could keep it going. But um, yeah, I, I do, I do get why people like it. Mm. but I think that's more because people are just like, oh, this is really cool, rather than actually thinking of the logic behind his arguments. Yes, agreed. Real quick, before we move on from that, no, Louis is never right, no. because what, what he was predicting was that Edge wasn't choosing Roman Reigns, and he yes. did choose Roman Reigns. Louis is not right. Louis Don't thought, give him that. Louis thought he was going to choose Finn Balor, which was moronic. Why would he ever do that? Oh, his exactly. edge. I know. Let's make him pick the NXT champion. That was stupid. And Louis stupid. What a loser. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Louis, more like loser. Pooey. Pooey. Yep. There it is. Got him. Anyway, um, the the two get ins where Edge is saying that um Brian doesn't deserve this shot, which 
he does. He kind of got a visual tap over Roman Reigns, which makes a lot of sense. Andy, please stop talking in the chat as Louis. That would be great because it kind of diminishes the whole point of us actually putting our names before the message because now it's not true. Yep. Um, anyway, um, God, I'd lost track of what I was saying because that, that message threw me off. Um, Edge uh, craps all over Daniel Bryan and just says, you don't deserve this shot. And I again with Edge's motivation, I think he's so close to getting like just saying, stop trying to take my spotlight. Yeah. This is my this is my underdog story. This is my comeback story. You're not part of this. Let me have this. I need this. That's incredible motivation. That's really, really good. But he's mad about like Daniel Bryan getting the shot before him and stuff like that, which just doesn't it's so close to being perfect. Um, and he says, You don't deserve the shot, you son of a bitch. Mm. Well, he said the B word, so they had to he fight. Did. Um, so yeah, so they 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 fought a little bit. Edge hits a spear on Daniel Bryan, leaves him laying, and that's the end of the first segment. And then throughout the show, we just had a bunch of backstage segments, um, just uh, building to Adam Pierce doing his big decision by the end of the show was what it was uh, being promoted as. So we had Roman backstage with Jay and Paul. Uh, Roman, as cool as always, just kind of sitting in their chair, just saying get me Adam Pierce. Paul Heyman walks off and he turns to Jay and he's like, use force if you have to. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, what's he going to do? Fire us? He's like, that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. I think you're really cool, Roman. Um, mm. And then uh, Adam Pierce comes to them later on and Rain says, just like face face, he says, look, I'm only working one night at WrestleMania. You've got me for one night and that's it. You can't, You cannot book me over two nights. That's dumb. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And then uh, later on, there was another one, which was uh, Edge finds Adam Pierce backstage and says, "You better make the right decision, or else." Uh, where he erroneously said, "Uh, I won the Royal Rumble. That gets me a one-on-one -on -one shot with the champion." It it doesn't. It gets you a shot with the champion, but nice try. Um. And then Daniel Bryan finds him later to say, "You know what the right decision is already." You just need to make it. Um, stuff like that. And then there was a really interesting one where Edge and Roman Reigns met backstage. And Edge was saying to Roman, now Daniel Bryan's involved. I can just beat him. And I don't even have to beat you anymore. And you can still lose. Maybe you need to think about that. So it seems like there's like initial seeds of some sort of like temporary alliance between them to try and just take out Daniel Bryan. Kind of WrestleMania 30 vibes of... Batista and Orton don't like each other, but they will work together to take out Daniel Bryan so they can just kind of focus on each other. Those kind mm. of vibes. Um, yeah, which is which is interesting. And then we got to the main event segment, which was Adam Pearce making this big decision. He came out, the three of them came out, and he said, look, I have to take everything you said into account. And you're all right, apart from Edge, who's not right, but you're all right. Roman, you're not going to work on two nights. You're right. I've only got you for one night. Edge, you do have a shot of the champion and Daniel, you do deserve another shot at, at the title. Um, so it's going to be a triple threat, uh, between the three of you. Roman edge, you're looking kind of mad. Daniel Bryan's like, well, Hey, I did it lads. Um, and they all get into a fight. Uh, edge comes out on top again and he looks like he places, uh, two chairs underneath, uh, Roman and Bryan's heads. Looks like he's going to do a concerto on both of them. Um, but they both managed to escape to safety thanks to Jey Uso and WWE officials, respectively. So Edge just kind of sits on the chair as the show ends. 
Yeah. It was okay. It was it was good. I'm excited yeah. for the triple threat, and I, they built it up really effectively. I thought through the show. Yeah. So for a lot of the show, I was like, oh, Edge, it doesn't turn heel, but he's like a he's like a tweener. But then when he went for the concerto, I thought, no, that's something that a heel does. Like if you're actually actively trying to put someone out of competition by stamping on their head, then that's a dick move, man. Mm. Um, and it's not that, by the way, like I've seen some people in the comments say, oh, why are you being so sour? Smackdown's been great. Like, yeah, Smackdown has been a consistently good show. So that's why we're being like just a bit critical of this because it's been really good. And we're not saying this segment has this segment, this segment has <laughs> been bad at all. Uh, or the, the the story they were telling through the night was bad. It's just there are a couple of things that didn't quite make sense, uh, and that's yeah. that that that's fine. It doesn't it doesn't mean that I'm not excited for the match. It's just when when something has been as good as this has been, then you you want to point out the things where you think, oh, maybe it could have been a bit better there, because you want to get the maximum excitement out of the feud. Yeah, and I think that the main thing that's made SmackDown good in the most recent months and why it's been such a consistently good show is because the booking has made sense. And like that, that's been the defining feature of SmackDown in recent months is everything just makes sense and they're building stories logically. All the characters have logical motivations. So when when stuff like this comes up that's just slightly off, we notice it that much more because it's been so good in the last few months. So that's why we're a bit like, hmm, that one was a little bit off. Um, but yes, I am still really excited for this triple threat match. I think it's going to be amazing because um, no doubt it's going to be a main event on night two and it's probably going to be given quite a bit of time. Um, and genuinely, out of the three of them, I'm genuinely not fussed about who wins. I'm kind of okay with any of them winning. Yeah, I, all I, of them All of them make sense in their own way. Like Brian's yeah. the sort of underdog. Edge is the returning legend for who's going on it for one more run. And Roman's the dominant champion who kind of if it if it was a one-on-one -on -one fight or like like one-on-one-on-one -on -one -on -one fight, you'd kind of expect him to win. But because there's the new dynamic now where it can be if one of them loses, if if and if Edge pins Brian or if Brian pins Edge, then he can lose the title. So it is really exciting. And like we're absolutely not down on this at all. We're just we're just pointing out that that little bit that he said didn't quite sort of tally with the rest of the story that they've been telling. Um, mm -hmm. We've got two more episodes of SmackDown, I think. Yep. yep. Um, so really interested to see where they take this. Now that Edge has kind of stopped moaning and started doing things, I wonder, like, will it be a couple of weeks of him trying to write Brian out or will it be... Roman trying to write one of those two guys out of the of the match because he realizes that there is more of a threat if there's two of them. So it yeah, fascinated to see where they take this. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, let's see what uh, you guys thought by getting into your ultra chats. Um, mm. Got one here from Andrew, the last Airbender, that says, uh, oh. "I think the way this ends is with Roman winning, Edge blaming Brian for ruining his return. You had your comeback. This was mine." And then we get uh, a build to career versus career at next year's Mania. Um, I wouldn't have it go as long as next year's Mania, but maybe like SummerSlam or something like that to be career versus career, Brian versus Edge. I think that would be really interesting. Um, really quite like that idea. Yeah, I think. It- I think it's too early for Edge to retire. But again. we don't know what Brian's doing. And I don't think he, he wants to retire. He, I, I don't, from what he's been saying lately, like he, I know he said before this is his final run, but he has said more recently that he doesn't see himself not being a full-time wrestler anytime soon. Yeah, he's, he seems very undecided because he's kind of just yeah, like, it, I love my family and I also love wrestling. It's Yeah, it's uh. one of those things where like, wrestling does seem to be one of those sports which you just keep doing and you can't stop because it is that kind of adrenaline thing that you i guess you get from not that, not that i've ever done wrestling but i would imagine um given all the evidence that people just can't stop and it's not like he needs the money mm. he's just he just loves doing it so it's i think it's a lot more difficult to just go i'm gonna retire uh, especially given that both of these guys have had to be retired before, before so they'd probably think I've got to make up for missed that, well, missed, missed time, basically. Yeah, totally. Um, Dartrain24 says, Edge should simply say, I didn't come back from a career-threatening injury and win the Rumble to face a B-plus player. That's why I don't want Brian in the match. That cements his turn and gives a reason that makes more sense. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I like it, does, it. it it, yeah, it makes more sense. Just as long as he's not, it, I think it's more the 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 flawed logic in his moaning that's that kind of grates me to more yeah. than anything else. Um, so yeah, that would be, that would be better. Yeah, 
Agreed. Uh, Stephen Guzman says, uh, I'm trying uh, too hard to be positive, but to be honest, I just do not like this Brian Edge Roman feud. It feels forced and more so happening because they had to do something with Fastlane. SmackDown has been slipping in quality for me. Um, I don't enough. think SmackDown has been as good as in recent months. I do feel like the quality has been slipping a little bit. Not drastically. It's not raw. God forbid yeah. it's raw. It but yeah, I agree with that. I am into the triple threat, though. I, do, I will disagree it, with you on that. Yeah. Smack, SmackDown has felt like they, they saw that everyone was really enjoying it, and they went, okay, well, here are those matches again. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it was that whole, it's the whole, like, oh, we're finally getting Shinsuke Nakamura against AJ Styles. You, you like that, do you? Okay, well, here it is seven times. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's the lack of, yeah, it's the lack of variety that I think yes. is hurting SmackDown at the moment. Agreed. Also, just want to point out, I just saw this uh, in the chat. Uh, what's the point of having Fastlane? I said that in my edited review today. It's almost as if we shouldn't have had Fastlane at all. It should be Elimination Chamber and it should be a longer build to WrestleMania because then it feels like the road to WrestleMania. I'll get into this more when we talk about the whole show because this show does not feel like the road to WrestleMania. There are stories, there are matches, and there are feuds, and they are the most cookie-cutter WWE stories and feuds that you could possibly imagine. None of them feel WrestleMania-caliber-worthy, apart from this triple threat, because it has a long kind of history going into it. But, goodness me, this does not feel like WrestleMania-worthy. Uh, we've got one here from Mayor of Painsville, Dan. Says, hello guys, given the insane streak of unlucky happenings I'm currently on, two of my favorite wrestlers from different generations in Daniel Bryan versus Edge headlining mania is remarkable. In fact, all three men fought back after medical after hard medical problems. Yeah, it's genuinely quite amazing. Those yes. three are in this triple threat. We love you, Dan. We hope your life turns around. Not life turns around. I hope your luck turns around. Yes. Because we know Very you've been having so. a hard time. So everyone. Everyone show some love to Mayor mm -hmm. of Hazel Dan in the chat because he is truly wonderful. And he deserves he all the happiness. Absolutely. Uh, Matthew Mikowski says, uh, Ding dong, hello, Randy, Andy, and weep, Pete. W-E-E-P, weep. Yeah, weep, take Pete. that, weep, weep, Pete. Sure. Awful names, never mind, lol. I agree. Um, <laughs> good show last night. Uh, I'm all for a triple threat. If I was booking this, I can't decide if I want Roman winning or Edge winning. I want Roman to hold that thing for ages, retaining until Mania 39? Two WrestleManias from now. I don't know about that one, Chief. That's a that's a that's a long time. I feel like people might get bored of that by then. That's a but long reign. That's a that's a long reign. <laughs> I mean, Roman from, Roman reigns for a long time. From SummerSlam 2020 to WrestleMania in 2023. That's, hey man, it's a long time. It's a good champion. <laughs> If they if they could somehow make him not boring through that whole run, I'm all for it. But I don't hey man, think they if will. If you keep doing those promos for forever, I'm sorry. What kind of promos? The I'm gonna, I'm gonna chopper. I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna put you and slap you in the face. Or I'm the tribal chief. I don't. I don't know why I'm Irish. <laughs> You know? Oh, you know, yes, I'm, I, I'm the tribal chief. Roman I can Reigns. tell you're intimidated. Also, yes, this is a chopstick. I <laughs> I like fiddling with things when I'm talking. 
and I have to use this because otherwise happening? I'll get in trouble why for is, fiddling with other things online. Why, hello? Why is Roman Reigns Irish? Why do you have a chopstick? What is this stream? Okay. The answer anyway. to all of those is yes. Good. Much like Daniel Bryan. So that was obviously the bulk of the show. That was to, what took up the most time with all the uh, backstage segments and all that jazz. Um, but we had, we also had on this one, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura, which is a rematch from Fastlane, which I, well, I see I got some heat. I saw one comment in the time that I was looking at the comments uh, on the, the edited review earlier. There was some guy being like, man, you just love to crap on everything. How can you be mad at Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura? I was like, because we saw it at Fastlane. And there is no reason for another rematch. Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura are two of my favorite wrestlers. I think they can put on amazing matches and stuff. When they just kind of throw it away with no explanation and they just threw a rematch for the sake of it, there's no need. The whole point of having the Shinsuke at Fastlane was to further the Cesaro feud for WrestleMania. So why would you do Shinsuke again? Because it's not going to have any benefit. Have you ever heard of diminishing returns? Like, yeah. just don't do the same matches. Because what repetitive. this makes it look like is that Cesaro needed Seth Rollins to have had a match before he could attack him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, Again, not complaining about the match because I really like the match. The match was great. But it doesn't make sense. Correct. Because there doesn't, there's no, like, like you wouldn't go, haha, I beat him clean. Okay, good, but do you want to do it again? Uh, okay. Okay. Sure. Like, and then I have to face Cesaro? Was... Yeah, yeah, you have to face Cesaro still. All right. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wrestle Shinsuke Nakamura again. If they had it as an angle where Nakamura came out and said, I don't know, it's kind of heel for him to come out and just be like, oh, you got lucky or whatever. But if he like goaded Seth into another match, you know, did his wacky charisma stuff and he starts annoying him to the point of like, I want to beat you up again. Sure, that's a way to set up the match. It's a rematch, but at least you've explained why you're doing a rematch because you weren't going to, but Shinsuke goaded Seth into the match or whatever. There's a reason for it. Just saying, oh, we've got a fast same rematch. And then Corey Graves goes, well, no complaints from me. I go, but there's complaints from this guy. like. Uh, it just it just annoys me. Just don't do repetitive booking. Anyway, I'm getting way too negative about this because it was a really good match. Yes. Um, they uh, Nakamura got like all of the offense in this match. <laughs> it feels like they were trying to protect him, but they still really needed him to lose for the story. So they were like, yeah. take all of the offense for this match, and Seth can just get a sneaky stomp in at the end and win. Uh, but Nakamura just beat him up for ages. Got in like all the spots, all the kicks, sliding German, um, you know, all, all of the stuff. But uh, we literally just explained it. Franklin Goodwin, we're complaining <laughs> about seeing Seth versus Nakamura. We we literally, literally just explained why. Yeah. Why we're it's not the about match. It. It's the that it doesn't make sense as a story because Correct. wrestling is about stories. And if you want stories to make sense, or if you want wrestling to be good and kind of work long term, then there has to be stories that make sense. Yeah. There's a reason people have stopped watching WWE. <laughs> yeah. Like you can have amazing matches. And trust me, WWE's roster is some of the most talented, like amazing workers that they've got on their roster. And, you know, on pay-per-view, you can literally just say like, 
we're now going to have a match between Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. And I'll be like, um, give me it. Yes. Amazing. I'm all for it. Do, do that. Amazing. I don't care about the story. Don't care about anything else. Give me the match. For the vast majority of wrestling, you need a good story. They can be great workers, but if you don't have a story to go along with it, it's not going to have the same impact. And you need stories for stuff to make sense. I would love to see Rollins versus Nakamura. I don't want to see it two weeks in a row with no story explanation because then it's diminishing returns. Anyway, I'm talking way too long about that. Um, but it was a fun match. Seth Rollins just managed to get the stomp in, got the win on Nakamura, goes to beat up Nakamura afterwards. Cesaro comes down to make the save. It's a really, really sweet pop-up uppercut on him. I thought it mm. looked amazing. I love the pop-up uppercut. It's great. Um, and uh, yeah, he got uh, Seth to scamper away. And in a backstage segment afterwards, Seth was ranting and raving to Kayla Braxton, being like, I can't believe I'm being disrespected. I want a WrestleMania match with Cesaro. I'm never going to be swung again. And immediately Cesaro comes up and just starts swinging Seth backstage. For some reason, I don't know why, the image of uh, Seth being swung around in a backstage segment rather than in the ring just holds a completely different weight to it. It just looked so like wild to see Seth being swung around backstage. I think it looked cool. And uh, it puts him down and then just goes, I accept, and then walks off. I was like, yeah, solid. And it's just, it's just more proof that the tag team between Nakamura and Cesaro was cool but they are so much better when they are just allowed to do their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was good. Further the story a little bit more. It's also, this feeds into an overall point I'll make at the end. I made it in my editor review already, but I'll, I'll mention it later. In fact, I'll mention it now and I'll just, just reference it each time we, we come across it, but this feels like a feud. It's Seth and Cesaro don't like each other and they're going to have a match at Mania, which is fine. But I think none of the feuds, with the exception of the triple threat uh, universal title match and maybe the WWE Championship match, if you want to push it that far, and maybe Sasha versus Bianca, but not really because that story's bad none of them feel like WrestleMania caliber feuds and stories. The talent mm. involved, certainly. But none of the feuds, it, it feels very rushed, and this doesn't feel like a road to WrestleMania. This feels like the build to a B pay-per-view. And it's like, oh, we need to throw some matches together, so we'll, you know, we'll have... Someone will can pin the champion on this show, and we'll set up a, a title match at WrestleMania. But that's not... None of, this should be like the big combination of all of the big epic feuds. And it's like, oh, we've got Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I'm so for that. That's going to be a great match. Really looking forward to it. What's the story in it? Uh, they used to be got, friends. Sammy's got Logan Paul? Like, oh, it's God. not... I don't want to we'll talk about, about that later. It. Talk about later. But it, all of these, like, stories, they just feel fine, which isn't good enough for WrestleMania. Like, it, WrestleMania is the big deal. It's the big cheese. It's the big grandest stage of the ball. But it's the first show you're going to have back with fans in forever. Like, you need it's, stories. It's it's either feuds that we've seen so, like like Biggie and Apollo. It's it's either things that we've seen loads of times before, or things that have been really rushed. Mm. Like for the majority, not obviously not all of the matches because we like like the triple threat and stuff is is great and I enjoy in looking forward to that, but. Everything else just feels 
not well planned or like yeah. that it was planned very recently almost as if it was planned just before the show it probably was planned quite recently um but yes th- this was one example with cesaro and rollins it's like yes i really i'm really looking forward to rollins versus cesaro should be a great match what's the story they don't like each other cesaro did a, a thing that rollins didn't like yeah, it. and it's it's not like WWE doesn't know how to do these things because you've seen what they're doing with like Kyle O'Reilly and uh, and Adam Cole in NXT. Like that's brilliant storytelling. And you know, that's NXT. Sure, if you want to talk about WWE booking, look at Roman Reigns for the entirety of last year. They can book well when they want to. Look at Biggie versus Apollo Cruz yeah. all the way up to Fastlane. That was great. Like just continue the momentum. Fastlane killed all the stuff and then they go oh we've only got two weeks until wrestlemania let's matches, do it matches, all again matches. it's it's yeah. fast lane Seriously. two yeah it, it wrestlemania is fast lane two that's really what it is god that's annoying um anyway i just got a whatsapp message that. from louis dangor saying i am poo so i was right all along by the way wow that's amazing um after that we had uh biggie and the street profits versus apollo cruz and the alpha academy in a six-man tag match they announced before the match starts that it's apollo versus biggie at wrestlemania for the intercontinental title no replays or recaps of what happened at fast lane wonder why um and uh yeah so they announced that before the match this was a really fun match i really enjoyed the wrestling in this match it was really fun there was i don't know how this happened where Chad Gable was up against the ropes. Montez Ford was outside it, went to like dive over Gable to go into like a schoolboy pin or whatever it's called. I forget the, I get mixed up between my pins sometimes, but goes over. Gable stands up, catches him and turns it into a Northern Light suplex. I was like, Gable. I love Yeah, I was going to say there is one explanation for that and that's because it's Chad Gable. It's Chad Gable. I honestly think if if you said... Chad, do you reckon you could do like a triple backflip into a quadruple somersault, catch someone midair, uppercut them, then put them into a pedigree, but somehow twist it into a a frog splash, but actually then hit a, uh, I don't know, uh, 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 I don't know, (laughs) a a 720 splash. Your analogy is really good. I can do that. Yeah. Chad Gable's really good, is what we're trying to say. Um, Phoenix yeah, Splash is what I was trying to think of, but I was like, Star Splash? No, it's not called that. He's he's just really good. And there was a really cool ending sequence, I thought, for this match as well. Really fast paced. I thought Otis looked really good as a heel here. There was a really cool uh, tag team match, uh, tag team match, tag team move, where Otis did a discus clothesline into a German suplex from Chad, which was just, I've really, I've really, I've really cool. I just really liked it. Um, and Really cool ending sequence, but then Apollo hits Biggie with the, the angle slam that he uses as finisher now, and he pins Biggie. I'm never a huge fan of the champion getting pinned as it is, unless you have a very good reason for it. And if you were going to announce Apollo versus Biggie, I don't know why you wouldn't wait until Apollo had already pinned Biggie to say, well, now he gets another shot of the IC title because he pinned the champion. You know, in WWE logic, that's how they do things. Also, you could also just not have Biggie get pinned <laughs> because one, it's a six-man tag match, and you could have, if you wanted to protect Biggie a little bit, you could have very easily got a visual pin or something like that from 
Apollo and had it broken up last minute or ref bump or anything, something to protect Biggie and, and make Apollo say, I should have won that match if it wasn't for this thing. So I want another shot at the IC title and it can make sense. That is what I would have preferred. However, this was a very fun match and I am still looking forward to the title match. I just hope it goes so much better than their fast lane match because that was really disappointing. I wanted that to be the match of the night between Biggie yeah. and Cruz because their build had been so good. Um, spoilers for the upcoming um, uh, WrestleTalk magazine issue that's coming out. My feud of the month for March, I put as Biggie versus Apollo Cruz because I just thought it was amazing. And they just botched it at Fastlane. That match was really disappointing. The ending was botched. And now it just seems like it was there. Like they, they barely put any focus on it at all. And from what they did before Fastlane to now, it's such a huge drop off. And that's really disappointing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I, it was like it's that match that Fastlane like started like, oh, and then it just stopped. I was like, oh, uh, oh, yeah. oh. So why does he now deserve another shot at the title? Because That's why they had him. him pin him here. Yeah. So it's like, I can pin him. Look, I, I proved it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. eighth time lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yes. So we've got Apollo versus Biggie at WrestleMania. I'm hoping they just do it right this time. And I'm going to enjoy it. Fingers crossed. Um we then got uh, another WrestleMania match was made later on, which was the KO show. Um, and KO had Sami Zayn on as a guest following last week when Sami booted the headset off of Kevin Owens's head, which was a great halupa kick. Um, I really enjoyed the promo work in this segment. I thought that uh, Sami was really good as a heel, came out and was constantly talking over Kevin. He was like, I've just got one question for Sami. And I just need him to answer it. That's all it is. So come on out, Sammy. I'm not in the mood to wait. And Sammy comes out. He's like, look, 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 I know what your question is going to be. Am I sorry? Of course, I'm sorry. It's just this whole conspiracy thing. It's playing on my mental health. You know, it's playing on my psyche. I just need to, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. Um, and he's saying, actually, no, that's not my question. I, you know, it's fine. I know what your question is going to be. And kind of just talked over him and, and said, you know, next week is going to be the red carpet premiere of his documentary. And Logan Paul's going to be there. Let's spend 30 seconds on Logan Paul because he doesn't deserve any longer than that. I don't like him. I don't like his content. I think he has questionable morals. And I'm not excited to see him on my screen. And I don't care if it's a good business decision or not. I just don't like him. Yeah, I I tweeted earlier to say now that Logan Paul's at WrestleMania, Hulk Hogan has some competition as to who the the biggest dickhead at WrestleMania is going to be. Uh, So, yeah, he's he's proved in the past that he is 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 a knob. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like he's going to punch either Sami Zayn or he's going to be he's going to be ringside at WrestleMania and he's going to punch someone or. He's not going to be there at all. And Sammy's going to be like, that's just part of the conspiracy. Which is what I hope happens. They've been tweeting each other. I know they have, but here's hoping. Anyway, we've already spent too long on him because he doesn't deserve any longer than that. Anyway, KO then eventually, because Sammy just kept talking, Kevin Owens fired up and just shouted over him, which was awesome. Love that. Love the fire from KO in here. 
And I said, no, my question is, WrestleMania, me versus you, yes or no? Get out of here with that suggestion, Sully Perfect 10. Don't wish that into existence because... Mm, no. Um, but yes, he, he demands a WrestleMania match, yes or no, with Sammy, and he in- essentially intimidates Sammy into a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. So we're getting Sammy Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Great. Again, with this story, it feels like there's something missing in it. One, because I feel like these guys deserve more with all their history together but also just as a story itself it felt like they went step one last week step four this week it felt like there needed to be more progression of ko being like look what's going on with you you look yeah. i can forgive you for kicking me in the side of the head are you messed up like what's going on can we try and work this out and sammy's like still like turning on ko continually and he's like look i've eventually after a couple of weeks if they had more time to build this these feuds then after a couple of weeks ko could be like right enough with the crap stop yeah. being a knobhead. This, I need to beat some sense into you. Let's have a match of Mania. This match could have been made on the go-home show. It doesn't matter because it's not it's not one of your big title matches. This match can be made on your go-home show. After Kevin Owens like, do you know what? Screw this. Let's just have a match. I need to, yeah, like you said, I need to beat some sense into you. But they've gone, oh God, we need to announce all the matches ahead of time because people always say that we don't do that. Um, it's because they need to sell tickets. To people that are going to attend, but and they need to know I've what read, might going on. They've pretty much already sold out. I don't know, man. So I don't know, but hey ho, we're getting Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I just hope it's good and they get time. I'm not confident, honestly, that they're going to be given a lot of time. I don't think they will, but here's hoping that they get a great match out of it because it would be really good. Uh, like I said. The whole segment was great. It just felt like this needed to come about the fourth or fifth week in the feud, not the second. Mm. And now it feels really? like this feud is about Logan Paul and not about yeah. them. Yeah, fingers crossed it's not. That would be great. Uh, we then got Bianca Belair versus Natalia, featuring a WWE match, which was Bianca's in control. Uh-oh, it's boss time. Here's Sasha Banks' music. Tamina with a super kick right in front of the referee, by the way, who should have DQ'd that, but you know, whatever, by the by. Um, and then the heels are in control, and then Sasha's on commentary, and then she starts talking loudly, and Bianca goes up to her and goes, What are you saying about me? And then slaps her and then manages to win with the KOD. But then the heels come comes in off the commentary guess, and because they got slapped, they're gonna attack him, and they hit a backstabber, and that was it. That's fine. It's just the most plain cookie cutter WWE storytelling. And that's not good enough for what should be one of your main events of WrestleMania for your Royal Rumble winner. That's not good enough. It just winds me up. This is supposed to be the biggest show of the year. This is WrestleMania. God damn it. I don't know about you, but given how often I, if I was a wrestler, how often I hear wrestlers theme tunes, Mm. I was having a match and the song's music played. I'll be like, oh, that's Sasha Banks' music. I would go, huh? Yeah. What is that? It's, it's WWE, man. Like, what do you expect? I don't know. Like, just also, the Sa- match. Just Sasha's just a heel idiot. now, also. Oh, yeah. That's also a thing now, so. What a turn. C- cool. Um, Sure. I mean, she's been a heel for a while, really. Um, Yeah. I- again, this was fine. This was fine. And that's it. That's all I can say about it because it wasn't great. 
wasn't bad. It was just there. And, and really... that's what that's why it's bad. Because it's WrestleMania and they deserve more. And like I know you're not trying to put over Natalia, but it just makes her look rubbish as well because she got a distraction and still lost. Mm-hmm. And she, they're supposed she to be two going distractions. For, yeah. And they're supposed to be going for like the women's tag team championships. So yeah. it didn't work in any way for me. It's fine. Uh we then got Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler in a match that was way better than I thought it would be. Goodness me. There were a couple of really good spots in this match that I really, really liked. Um, they had a, a power bomb over the barricade. Over the, yeah. The Ziggler just yeeted Ray. Just off you go, son. And he went miles across. Be- I because loved it. he's so small, he makes everything look like he goes so much further. Like yeah. he probably does go further because he's small, but he has a way of falling. We're like, whoa! It's, re- it's really good. Um, obviously, he landed on like crash mats and stuff, and they didn't show it from the camera angles, but you know, looked really cool anyway. Um, and uh, and there was another bit as well where um, uh, Dominic and uh, Bobby Roode were on the outside getting into a little into a little tizzy. And Ray was inside the ring looking. He was holding on to the top rope and looking to like dive over. And as he jumped up for it, Ziggler grabbed him from behind and hit a zigzag off it. And I was like, that's also a really cool spot. Like, what, what's, where's all this coming from? This is great. Um, so, yeah, again, really fun match. Uh, and Ray managed to eventually win because Bobby Roode tried to run interference and Dominic grabbed his leg and stopped him breaking up the pin at the last minute, which was cool. Uh, and yeah, yeah, also Ray kicked out of the zigzag straight up which was like oh okay that was unexpected but cool yeah so um last week i thought oh it's gonna be a four-way at mm-hmm. mania now i feel like it's not yeah i feel like now Possibly. that we're, we're heading towards just these these two teams well the mysterios and the and the the dirty, well, call, the dirty i almost called them the hot dogs uh, with the, the 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 Mysterios versus the Hot Dogs at WrestleMania. <laughs> I always prefer um, the Hot Dogs. That's yeah. a great name. The Hot Dogs. Um, the Hot Dogs. Um, yeah, I feel like that, and that's and that that could be a really good first belt for Dominic because it makes a lot of sense. I think. Um, yeah, I know. Loves the Hot Dogs. I, I forgot. What they were called, all right. Um, it, it's a really good first title for Dominic because that that can then set up to the eventual <laughs> Dominic turning on Ray or Ray turning on Dominic. Yep. Probably Dominic sure. turning on Ray, you'd think. Uh, I, I Anakin, think that'd be, that'd be really Anakin good. Anakin turning on Obi Wan. So exactly, yeah. I think that'd be really good if they were tag champions. And once they lose the belts, Dominic's like, "Hey, yeah, let's let's go get them back." You know, me and you, we can go get the tag belts back. And Ray's like, mm, "We mm. lost. It's fine." And then he's like, "What do you mean?" And that begins there tension to eventually like turn on each other and now now it's the house dogs by the way h-a-w-t the, house, the hot hot dogs hot dogs uh it's great um and yeah and the thing i, I really loved about this was the match finished ray and dominic were like oh they're in type contention it looks like after beating uh Dolph Ziggler. also this is another champion pinned this one is less bad because it's a tag team champion getting pinned in a singles match which can i think that still works to a degree um, still not a huge fan of champions getting pinned, but this one works a little bit more. Um, and uh, and then Dominic and Ray are going up the ramp, celebrating their victory. Their music just cuts out. The normal SmackDown music just comes on. Adam Pearce just walks out while before they've even left on the ramp. Ziggler and Rude are still in the ring. 
But Adam Pierce just gets in the ring and they're gone. So they just vanished, I guess. They're like, right, enough time. Enough of your stupid tag team match. We've got a main event to get to where Adam Pierce has to talk about things. Stop typing things in the chat, Andy. You're hey, supposed I, to be reviewing SmackDown. I put my name. Someone asked me where my stick was. It's still here. Don't worry. God, you're the worst. Carry on. Um, I thought that was very funny. Wasn't it, Andy? Yeah. What was funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figured you weren't listening. It's really good uh, when this is a chatty podcast going back and forth and bouncing off each other. It's great fun. Hey, Love stop that. bullying me. I can't roll out of the screen on this one. <laughs> um... But yes, uh, I thought that was hilarious. And then we got that main event segment with uh, Adam Pearce announcing the triple threat. So, overall, I thought this was a decent show. I thought the yes. in-ring quality was great. Um, really fun matches, basically, throughout the entire show. All really, really good stuff. But, you know, Bianca Natalia was fine. But everything else was good to great, I thought, on the show, in-ring-wise. But this, there's so many WWE tropes throughout this. It felt so formulaic. And that heading into WrestleMania, two weeks away from WrestleMania, I just don't think that cuts it. Like all of it, like I was saying earlier, a lot of these feuds just feel so plain and cookie cutter the whole time. It's just not good enough. You have a champion getting pinned to set up a match. Well, the match was announced beforehand, but you get the point. There was, you know, people being distracted by an entrance music. There's unnecessary rematches from pay-per-views. They don't have much build for anything because they've just been rushing since Fastlane. And they're going, oh, God, we only have a couple weeks until WrestleMania. Guess we better announce some matches. And all of this stuff should have really been built from the chamber, really. Mm. And going into WrestleMania to have a longer build and Fastlane really shouldn't have been there. was basically how I felt about this whole thing. It yeah. was fine. It was a th- three out of five show for me. It was it was fine. It was it was okay, but that's not good enough for builds a mania. Uh, yeah, in ring in ring action, it was a four out of five show. Absolutely. But storyline wise, it was a three out of five show. So I'm going to give it a three point five. Well, wait to one up me or point five up me. Um, but let's see what uh, you guys thought. Uh, let's get into mm. the rest of your ultra chats. Uh, Matthew Makovsky says, um, didn't have a whole lot of room. Oh, retaining at Mania 39 on from his previous ultra chat saying uh, Roman retaining till Mania 39. I want a three year title reign. Uh, on another note, I know why the show was so good. Let you figure that out yourself, lol. Bailey for Mania. She can't just be in the Battle Royal. Uh Rank five possible opponents. Uh, well, Charlotte Smackdown. Flair. It's SmackDown. So Natalia, Tamina, uh, Billy Kay, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. There you go. Also Charlotte Flair, maybe. That yes. would be nice. Because that would actually be a really good match. Uh, we've got some general SmackDown chats. Uh, Zeke the Freak. Also, yes, this is your last call, by the way, for Ultra Chat. So getting them in quickly at wrestletalk.com forward slash support if you want us to read them out before the end of the show today last call for those zeke the freak yes that one uh donates in to say i haven't been watching wrestling for the past few years but you wrestle boys got me wanting to check out this recent roman run on peacock when they get their user interface messed together that makes a lot of sense they should be hopefully fingers yeah. crossed well they said by SummerSlam. 
Yeah, they should hopefully get like, it sorted. How can you not pause things? Yeah, that's like one of the most basic video player functions. Also, Andy, you still typing in the chat? That wasn't me. That was that must be someone else. Hmm. Why don't I believe you? Well, because you're <laughs> you you never believe me. I mean, I'm not the one who was suspiciously near the explosion for Mr. Davis. So what are you accusing me of? I don't know, man. I just heard you singing in the shower the other day because Pete and I share a shower. Um, this is we actually live together. This is this isn't a divide. <laughs> We're actually in the same room. Um, mm-hmm. What it is? Yeah. Pete and I shower together. I heard him singing in the shower about loving blowing up his boss. So. You know. mm-hmm. Don't know if that was me you were hearing. Uh, must have been someone else. Uh, Benny Boy uh, 004 said, uh, can we get Ford versus Gable and just give them 20 plus minutes, please? I'd love that. I think that would be a great match. I'll be well into it. It was... I, lo- I love Chad Gable. I just want to see him wrestle more. <laughs> Chad Gable, two-hour Iron Man match against everyone on the roster. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. He's 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 a good man. He's a very good man. So I've got an email here. <gasps> uh, Who's it from, Pete? It's from Juan Gabriel. Oh. Uh, who I did last week. If you want to get any emails about basically anything, um, support at WrestleTalk.com is the place to do it. And you might get your emails read out on this show it would be cool we'd like to have stuff to talk about so mm. got one here from juan gabriel that says hey ass man hate that um q-tip and fabulous randy andy datson fabulous randy andy datson by the way all in capitals oh thank you um thanks for reading my email about fast lane and the fact that i basically called the match how it was gonna go being facetious i heard that jonathan Hedman or whatever his name is oh my god there's some beef in the in the Smackdown podcast emailers. I heard that Jonathan Hedman, or whatever his name is, I can care less about getting his name right, is the consistent email sender on Friday. This email is me claiming that I am going to be the head of the Friday emails. It is my destiny to become the head of the emails, and no one will get in my way. All in capitals, by the way. Also, if you had to pick a video game uh, back from the past to be remastered for the PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X consoles, which one would it be? Mine would be uh, Glover from the N64. Don't say Hogs of War. Hogs of War. Uh, come on. How cool would that be in like PS5 graphics to have these pigs running around shooting each other? It'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be amazing, just like you said. What about you? <laughs> uh, a remaster from back in the day. Um, God. I don't know. Because a lot of the games that I'd play, I don't think would work with a remaster or have already been remastered, like Spyro or something like that, which has already yeah, had that recently. That was good. Uh, re- uh, redo. Um, uh, genuinely can't think because most of the stuff that I used to play was like stuff that's already in a series. So it'd be like old wrestling games, and we already have more modern ones, or it'd be like Gran Turismo, which has more modern ones, or like mm-hmm. Rayman has more modern ones or stuff like that so i don't really have a proper or need for speed which has more modern ones or i don't know i yeah i'm a bit lost what about like one. one of the old pokemon games well they always get remastered anyway no i know but like redone like 
crystal. I know because I know they're bringing out Soul Silver and Hot Gold later this year on on the on the uh, Switch. Are they? Yeah. Pete, you look horny. I I had a cocked eyebrow. Mm, is yeah. that curious? Yeah, you had an eyebrow switch, cock as really. well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, on the Switch, it's going to be like you know, like how they did Sword and Shield. It's going to be that mm-hmm. kind of thing, but more open. Like, and then, they, but I think it's slightly more open world. And then they're bringing out another one. It's not Heart Gold and Soul Silver. You absolute liar. Yeah. No, it's Diamond and Pearl they're remaking. Oh, but then the oh, sorry, sorry. It's it's Diamond and Pearl that they're remaking. That they're then doing they're bringing out another version, one. Which is but like then they're doing, version. yes, then they're doing uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus or something like that, or Arceus, whatever you say. Arceus it. or Arceus. Mr. It can Arceus. be. It's g- genuinely that's an actual debate in the Pokemon community as, as to how it's pronounced. Um, Arceus, Arceus, Arceus. They're all like. Arceus. apparently legit and in different official pokemon sources they say different things so no one has an official sure i've seen term. the 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 anime with arceus in it and they say mm-hmm. arceus uh-huh but then if you listen to like the official pokedex thing it's arceus so no, no. one no one knows um how it's how it's supposed to be anyway that's besides the point yes oh. that one is going well, to be the more open world yes However, that's why i got very confused and we're like yeah hot gold soul silver coming to the switch i was like yeah what they're getting ported from the DS? No, 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 no. I was just wrong. I was just wrong, but I'm very just much wrong. looking forward to that. My girlfriend wait, wait, wait. my sorry, J- just real quick. I just want to point out that those remakes, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, not those. The Diamond and Pearl that's coming to the Switch. It's called um uh Brilliant Diamond is the mm-hmm. is the name of the diamond one. And Shining Pearl is yes. the other one. They're possibly the worst Pokemon names in the series, I wanna say. I don't know. X and Y is a bit dumb. X and Y is fine. X and Y is fine. fine. Black and white's good. I think in combination with the actual lore of the world and the Pokemon that are in it and on the cover, that makes more sense. Brilliant diamond. Mm. Mm. Diamonds on my neck. It's like I'm fabulous. At least heart gold, soul silver, they're like one syllable things that you can throw on Mm. before gold and silver, or you know, leaf green, fire red, heart gold, soul silver. It does feel like they've brilliant been bit, diamond. It does feel like they've been named by the WWE creative department. Yeah, a little uh, bit. No, I'm. I, I I find myself getting more getting into Pokemon more lately, so I'm very much looking forward to those. I have to steal back my Switch from my lady mm. partner because she's had it for so long. Um, yeah, very much looking forward to those. You should be very. Speaking good. of yeah. fabulous, by the way, he called me fabulous at the beginning of the email. I am mm. recording the vocals for that this evening. Oof. Spicy. So, yeah, I'm. Should be out. What, train before, my vocal cords before Mania. Uh, you think yes. you need to get that out? Fil- filming, filming the uh, stuff throughout the week. I've had mm-hmm. to contact some uh, female friends of mine and said, "Have you got this item of clothing? Because I need to wear it <laughs> for for this." Because I didn't. Okay, one spoiler. She mentions a fur jacket. And I'm like, right. well, I haven't obviously haven't got one of those. I've got one. It's in the office that I use for the Tyler Breeze video. I know, but that's a sleeveless. That's true. Yeah. So I luckily I was already so on Monday we are allowed to visit mm-hmm. friends outside our local area. So I'm going to drive up and have, have, a, have a picnic with my friend. So I text her saying, "You don't have a you don't have a fur jacket, do you?" <laughs> 
yeah, of course I do. Why? Why? Like, uh, can I borrow I'm it? Cool. I'm just cross-dressing for a music video. She's like, yeah, it makes sense. They, they're used to my job now, so they're not mm-hmm. they're not surprised by anything. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, thank you for the email, uh, Juan. By the way, uh, really do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, we've got one here from uh, Jack Demoy Sensation, also frequent emailer to mm-hmm. the SmackDown podcast. It says, "Hey guys, it's Jack Demoy Sensation here to whet your appetite with an unpopular opinion." Uh, yeah. Since chatting with my friends, I found that most of my opinions on wrestling are unpopular, but this one annoyed people before it became official. I've been saying a certain wrestler should go in the Hall of Fame for years. Since he was announced for the Hall of Fame, all I've heard is, wow, the great Carly shouldn't go in the Hall of Fame. Wow, he isn't worthy. Well, I, for one, can't wait for the great Carly to take his rightful place among the greats of yesteryear, uh, among the greats of yesteryear alongside Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, and Coco Beware in the hallowed Hall of Fame. Not due to his talent or how he is a huge star in India, mind you. No, my reasons are far more personal than that. You see, WWE stands for World Wrestling Entertainment. I ask you, what could be more entertaining than watching Carly's 10 to 20 minute acceptance speech? It's going to be magical. All of the tedious, laborious and awful great Carly moments rectified at the last minute by one glorious car crash. It is going to be my schadenfreude WrestleMania moment and I can't wait. In all seriousness, though, what's, uh, what unpopular opinions do you guys have about wrestling and wrestlers? I tend to agree with 95% of what Chopper says, so it'd be interesting to hear a brain-melting hot take. Down with the Oli Authority. What? Long live the Chopperation. Take care, lads. Thank you for all you do. I see. I don't have an issue with it. Uh, with Greg Carly. Yeah. So when I was, no. so when I when I properly started watching wrestling was 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 when Carly was was doing his stuff at his peak with the Undertaker and. Mm-hmm beating people left right center with with his chop and his vice grip i still mm-hmm. remember when he did the vice grip on ray mysterio and ray mysterio's face just started bleeding um i th- i don't i still don't know whether that was a blood pack or whether he actually did hurt ray mysterio's face so much because it looked quite real um mm-hmm. his eyes popped out no they didn't um I don't. No, think, I don't. I don't have an issue with backlash it. Last year, even that, like people like the Bellas are in it. I mean, because it's like I know Nikki Bella is an is an acceptable wrestler, but Bree's a bad wrestler. So if you're if you're saying only people, the only people that can be in it can be have to be good wrestlers, then you're gonna have to kick a lot of people out the Hall of Fame. I also don't care yes. about who's in the Hall of Fame because realistically, it doesn't matter. And you no, know what? If it, if it, it matters to the people that are in it, cool. I'm glad they can feel good about this thing that they care about. Amazing. All, more, all the more power to them. I couldn't care less. It is completely no, no. fabricated with WWE's own favorites. I absolutely, so, I absolutely I don't, don't care. It's just that if in a world that you do care, it it doesn't matter because it, it yeah, it's like it doesn't matter if he's not a good wrestler. Uh, unpopular yes, opinions about wrestling. Um, I don't like wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> um oh i don't know um I'm trying to think like there are a bunch of finishes that i don't like that probably people think are good that you think are popular yeah um don't say starship pain because that's not a hot take no no things like i guess things like where they pause for ages Helpful, or like, like you know when when you know Undertaker would often like pause and do like the hand across the neck, and it's like mm-hmm. the guy is holding onto your back to make sure mm-hmm. that he remains there. Yep. 
so if you're not holding him, then it then he is just he I is mean, just waiting for this move to happen. Yeah. And you could, if you wanted to dissect it, you could make that argument for a lot of moves. The like kill a switch power, like a power, a power slam, you person is literally holding themselves up on the other person's leg as yeah. they do it. That's how they do a power slam. So you could just say, well, you can't power slam him. He's holding okay, himself fine, up fine, for everything. Fine, fine. The kill switch is stupid because it's just like, Agreed. oh no, stop holding my wrists. Oh, how am I on? How it's... could I possibly get out of this? And then you also like have to fall down with your head first. Piss off, you stupid fly. I have so many... F- just just stop having the plant, Andy. No, just I love having him. the plant. His name is Steve and I love him. <laughs> For people who don't, don't know what I'm talking about, I have a plant, but it's attracting a lot of little flies, but they keep flying in my face. I think the solution is to not have the plant, personally. I, love him. I bought myself a bonsai tree. Nice. So I'm, that should be delivered on Monday. I can't wait. It's a maple. A maple? Can you get syrup out of it? Uh, if I if, if you squeeze anything hard enough, syrup mm-hmm. will come out. Mm-hmm. So I hope so. Nice. Get that on your pancakes. Um, mm. I agree. Kill switch is dumb. Just because whenever he turns them round, if they're going to counter it, they just kind of get their arms out and just yeah. like, push him away. So if if they don't counter it, then they just kind of. Stand there. So why didn't you do what you did all the other times? Yeah. Yeah. Um hot take. Hot wrestlers you take. don't like, but everyone else hot, likes. Hot take. I don't know whether this is a hot take anymore. I'm really over the fiend. Like, I was so into the fiend. He was my favorite wrestler. When he came in all the way, even past Hell in a Cell, I was like, no, I'm holding on because the fiend, it's still, there's still something there. He's going to be great. Firefly Funhouse match was incredible. Loved it. All of this stuff with Orton and Bliss has just made me not care about the fiend at all anymore. Like his return, I was like, eh. And I was, he's just I was, spooky. I was so high on the fiend until our, like, for as long as he had that match with Finn Balor, his first match, mm-hmm. where he just killed Finn Balor. Yeah. And then I went off him for ages. And then he had the cool 5-5 Funhouse match. But other than that, I've just not cared because it is it is spooky mumbo-jumbo. Um, yeah. And, like, that's not why... I, I, I completely appreciate that people like it and it's cool and whatever, but it's not, not why I watch wrestling. And... Right. As soon as he has a match, which is not him just destroying someone, because he is supposed to, supposedly a like uh, not a human. He is he is a creature. He <laughs> should win all of his matches because he's not a human, and therefore, for, and then for like people like Goldberg to beat him so easily and pin him, and then he yeah. just stands up afterwards. It's like what? Why did you let yourself be pinned then? If you could just stand up afterwards. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's ba- some of the booking choices have been baffling, and I hate the fact that he was such a complicated, intense psychological character, and they went but spooky, yes. and then they just killed it. Um, I hate that, and it's it's genuinely really put me off, which is which sucks because Bray Wyatt's a genius with his wrestling is. characters, he really is, but his booking has been completely terrible. I hate this autumn and bliss stuff. It's really put me off the entire character. There's my hot take. I really don't care about the fiend anymore. Ooh, that was so hot. I can. It was like my curry I had for lunch. It's like the fiend, extra mm. crispy. Nice. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, well, let's uh, let's get out of here for today. We had another email, but we'll get to it next week, potentially, if it's still in date and makes sense. Um, but yes, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you want to send in your email, support at WrestleTalk.com is the place to do so. Uh, we're going to be back with all sorts of content again next week. And the week after that, it's WrestleMania week, where we're going to be having even more content, uh, which I won't say just yet, because I don't think we've actually announced any of the stuff we're doing. But we are going to be having more content, um, lots more, because it's Mania week and there's loads of shows. So, yeah, stay tuned for all that. We love you very much. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.